0: Hi everyone, I'm Chrissy Baki. I am the hippie Christian who cares, and I'm really glad that you joined in today. Could be morning, could be afternoon, could be evening. I don't know when you're joining in. I'm just glad you listened to me. Anyways, he- happy New Year! We got we've gotten through the Christmas season, and it is 2023. I have not even started any good resolutions yet. Have you ever heard where, like, you pick a word and that word becomes sort of your word for the year? Our church did it one year. I picked love, kind of a cop-out, but on the other hand, too, like, such a good word, am I right? Anyhow, I swear to you, and I say this all the time, it is amazing how God is so intentional and always sort of picks out the topic for me for this podcast, or if something has come to my mind, again, you got to give credit where credit's due. That's God too, but he always guides me. This week though, I kind of was at a loss, but I feel like God has legit picked out my word at least for this podcast and the word is unity so the first time god put this on my heart was in a couple different conversations in which when you believe so hard about something or you're super passionate about something, sometimes you just want people to know why and your reasons. And I think we want everybody to think like we do and believe like we do. And so there's this way of like wanting to be right. And I think recently I've learned I don't necessarily want to be right. I just want us to be unified. I just want us to be united on the same front of knowing God and loving God and loving people. And so that was sort of the first time God put unity on my mind and on my heart. The second time was in the daily devotion today, and interestingly enough, the daily devotion. Have you ever downloaded? Um, it's U Y O U version V E R S I O N. Kind of feel like my mom right now. Anyways, the U version app, and it's legit the Holy Bible, but within it is a bunch of devotions and all kinds of ways to get into reading the Bible. And the devotions are cool, and they also have like a scripture of the day, and somebody, um, somebody <laughs> sort of famous in the Christian community reads it, I sent, I'm not even going to lie, I sent an email that says, do you ever just have regular people read the verse of the day because I want to do it? And they're like, um, hey, thanks, but no thanks, you giant loser. No, I'm joking. They wouldn't be rude. They're very lovely Christians. They said that they choose people that help create the content. So long story short, you have to be a like a famous author or preacher or some sort of theologian. And I'm none of those things, but get more of your friends to listen and maybe I'll be a famous podcaster. Okay. Otherwise I'm happy just doing this for nobody else, but my best listeners, Susie and Paul. I know look at that, Paul, you get a extra shout out next to Susie. We all know Susie's my best listener. She's been from the get-go and loves it. And I just am telling you, it's going to be hard to top that. But Brian, you're close third. Trudy, you're coming up there. Leslie, I know you listen. Susan and Becca and Becca. There's two Beccas that listen. I'm just saying. So I say it every time I mention them and um randy and maureen sometimes i forget to say your name um so for all the people that i haven't done a shout out to phyllis you know if i miss you i always get a text i'm kidding she doesn't text me a couple times she did but then (laughs) That's it. I love to tease Phyllis because then she's like Chrissy. She used to be my cheerleading coach and I love her. Anyways, um, send me an email. cares at gmail.com. It's real embarrassing because it's a full sentence. And if you listen at the very beginning of my podcast, I get it wrong. I don't say the wrong thing. Yeah, now at least I use it all the time, and hardly any of my podcaster listeners um, email me. But Judy, you have, and I'm proud of you. So anyways, the You Version, Holy Bible, they'll do, somebody who does the um, verse of the day, it's usual, usually a little video, then It has the actual verse written out. Then there is a little question that you answer, like, how are you worshiping God today? Something interesting that has to do with the word of the day. And then there's a short devotion that's usually part of a larger devotion, so that if you're interested, then you can do the whole large devotion. But otherwise, you just read it. And today's was by... I believe author Francis Chan, he has some pretty cool books, pretty like radical love or crazy love. I'm probably getting it wrong, but Francis, I did love the book. Anyways, in his devotion about a book called Unity, says it's hard to start an argument with someone who is on her knees shouting praises to Jesus, especially when you're busy blessing the Lord as well. Many of our problems could be reconciled if we discussed our concerns on our knees before a holy God. We can't allow the enemy or our in- enemies to interrupt our praise. Worship is our path to unity. And when the the Bible um, verse was really more about worship, um, And Francis Chan's book is called Until Unity. And his whole point is praise should come first, like always worship God. And it's interesting. I pray every morning and that sounds super conceited. And I'm sorry if it came off that way. But I don't pray the right way. I don't start in adoration. And not to say that everybody has to pray exactly the same way, but our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, is how Jesus taught us to pray, is acknowledging a holy God and worshiping that holy God. That's how we start prayer. So that's the only reason I say it's the right way to pray, because it's the way Jesus taught us to pray. Anyhow, Francis Chan is right. You know, worship is where we're going to get unified. Okay, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to give definitions. I think this is cool because when you know the meaning of something, then when you read your Bible, it gives it a little bit more clarity. So unity is the state or quality of being one. Oneness. It is the act, state, or quality of forming a whole from separate parts. Something whole or complete that is composed of separate parts. Mutual agreement harmony or concord. I kind of like that harmony word, right? And when you think of forming a whole of separate parts, totally makes sense. I also decided to look up the word um, united. And this says joined together politically for, or for a common purpose, or by common feelings. So I think because of like the United States of America and we are united because we are a democracy and we struggle a little bit with being united right now. Although if you have been on social media or Facebook or scrolling the internet or watching the news at all, um, when the player from the Bills what had the heart attack on the field, there was a moment where you felt like the United States of America was unified in praying for this kid and hoping that all would turn out well. And teams came together and just you wished that happened more often, that kind of united front. I also looked up the word union, the action or fact of joining or being joined. And then it said, especially in political context, um, a club, society, or association formed by people with a common interest or purpose. So Good stuff on that, um, the stater quality of being one, and when I think of that, it instantly takes me to super classic old school, like crazy old school youth group, borderline folk song, um... They will know we are Christians by our love. It says we are one in the spirit. We are one in the Lord. We are one in the spirit. How does it go? I want to sing it, but I can't. And we pray. Now I got to look up the words because gosh darn it is just I'm drawing a blank because I can't sing it and I don't want to sing because I sing so bad. Um, And now I'm just going to mess it up anyways. But the whole idea is we are one in these things. And so by our oneness and seeing our unity, they will know that we are Christians by our love. Then, tonight at... Um, Grief Share, which if you are, this is going to sound like a commercial for Grief Share, but I don't care. If you are suffering with grief, if you have lost a loved one and are struggling or just have questions or think that you're not coping with it or you feel burdened by it, Grief Share is a phenomenal program. And if you look it up, um online according to where you live there's probably a church that is having a grief share group so we do it at our church and um I went to a session because my dad had died and I just felt like I was some sort of crazy lunatic that didn't know how to handle grief turns out I'm not and then I was so grateful for that session that I did when our church decided to do these grief share um, 13 week sessions I decided to do the facilitator training and we watched the whole 13 week um, videos sort of on a fast track way and then I helped lead a first session there was a second session, there was a third session, the third session is when my mom died. Then we had a fourth session, and now we have a fifth session. And I just feel like it's just a great way to come together. And interestingly enough, have sort of this unity in a common situation which is grief. And somebody, as we asked for prayer requests at the end of the evening, somebody said, um, I just really like to pray for some unity in our society. So I have God putting on my heart to want to be unified versus right. And then uh line in the devotion that says worship helps us to be unified or we find unity in worship and then this person asking for prayers for unity I'm like okay I get it God unity is where you want us to go and so now that we somewhat know the definition we'll move on to the next thing but first let's do a little commercial Okay, now you're going to get the whole entire two verses of they'll know we are Christians by our love, just because my brain completely fell apart when it was time for it. It is, we are one in the Spirit, we are one in the Lord. We are one in the Spirit, we are one in the Lord, and we pray that our unity will one day be restored. And they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. We will work with each other. We will work side by side. We will work with each other. We will work side by side. And we'll guard each man's dignity and save each man's pride. And they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. Yes, they'll know we are Christians by our love. It's a good song, but let me tell you, if you look it up on YouTube I used to listen to um, a version by Carolyn Ahrens, A-R-E-N-D-S, kind of corny. Um, Jars of Clay has one that's, I would say, kind of corny, too. For King and Country has one. But after that, it is a crapshoot of craziness, and it is borderline epic. I was really hoping that like maybe June Carter Cash and Johnny Cash did it because I bet you they would have done it pretty awesome, but I couldn't find that. So that's just our musical um, sidebar. But what I'd really like to read you is after God had prompted me in a hundred different ways, for the word unity, and to talk a little bit about us being unified, then I was like, all right, well, what Bible verse do I use? Like, you know, do I just go back to the classic Jesus, love God, love others? That's what makes us unified. But let me tell you, God had a bigger and better plan for that, too, because in Ephesians chapter four, the title is actually unity in the body of Christ. I mean, come on, you just can't make this stuff up, right? So here we go. It is Paul speaking, and he says, as a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep This is why it says, when he ascended on high, he led captives in his train and gave gifts to men. I'm just having a vision of Jesus on a train, like throwing toys out to people. I know, very silly, very inappropriate. And yet somehow (laughs) the visual is epic and it's so much fun. But he does in fact do that. What does he ascended mean except that he also descended to the lower earthly regions. He who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning cunning and craftiness of men in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will in all things grow up into him who is in, who is the head of the the head that is Christ from him the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and build it, builds itself up in love as each part does its work we have work to do people how i think i heard you all say collectively well There's a pretty much a call to action in this chapter of Ephesians chapter four. You may want to go through and reread it, but I used the new international version, NIV. I did look it up in the message, hoping that that would have like a cool way of explaining it, but I didn't really get the whole unity thing nearly as strong as I did in this version. So that's why I chose it. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. So right there is some directive for us, right? And then it says to speak the truth in love and in all things grow up into him who is who is the head that is Christ and from him the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work so my brain goes right to like you know, stop fighting with one another, especially with other Christians. It doesn't matter what denomination we are. um, And yes, we can agree to disagree, but let's not make it sound like if somebody goes to a different church or a different denomination or worships differently or loves God in a way that is not like you do, that they're bad. Because Even Jesus said, if anyone is for us, they're not against us. And so we need to work for a common good. And ways we might be able to do it is those things like pay it forward or random acts of kindness. Don't be rude. Don't judge people. Smile. Say hello. Listen. How often do you ask how somebody is doing and then you don't even listen? Listen. And listen intently. Don't listen with what you want to say next. Um, make someone laugh. That's a really good one. I like that one a lot. Here's the challenge. Make a list of what you can do to be more unified, to to promote unity in your community. Get it? Community. Yeah. In our neighborhoods, in our workplaces, in our schools and our churches and our playgrounds and our gyms and our restaurants and anywhere else you go where there's other people around, sports stadiums, concerts roller rinks are there any more roller rinks i mean come on an all skate that is just so much fun is all i'm saying and so except when they had overnight skate and the only way that me and my friends could go is if my brother john was our chaperone in no way did he want to but he did which is super nice but somehow you feel like a giant dork because your older brother is there anyways unity. He was doing his part and that was a good thing. So make a list of what you can do and do it with intention. And let's try to make the world a little bit more unified. Before I recorded this podcast, I someone shared a story with me about Um, paying for somebody else's um, coffee at the coffee house and, you know, wasn't expecting to do so. And, but it's the right thing to do. And this person just knows how to be in community, how to pay it forward, how to do those random acts of kindness. Sometimes a random act of kindness might be like when you volunteer your classmate to be on the yearbook committee without her knowing it. I'm not saying somebody did that to me. Maybe, maybe not. But it was, you know, that's just that's just, that's good unity. You know, just everybody working together. My mom was fabulous at this. Um, For her to be unified with others would be in Bible study or praying for somebody or helping somebody out. Um, She would do anything for anybody and I am grateful to have her as my mom and she left me a little note um, one time when I think she was worried because I was doing lots of stuff. She called me, um, she said to miss busy britches, which she wasn't wrong. I'm always busy, but I want this, um, thought to go out to all of you as you prepare your list on how to have better unity in our world. And we'll end on this note. Thanks for listening, by the way, like you guys are amazing. And I love all of you. May the light always find you on a dreary day. When you need to be home, may you find the way. May you always have courage to take a chance. And may you never find frogs in your underpants. Have a great week, everyone.